This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. How much time till we're on? Get on, Ron. What? We're on the air right now. <clears throat> I'm ready. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. Introducing you to our new theme song. That's it. Nice, I like it. You like it? Yes. I was listening last night when I was in the car coming back from the airport and actually I heard the song being played and I thought... What's that leading into? Is there something they're um, significantly talking about? I thought it was cha- time for a change. Okay. And again, uh, hello, listeners, and welcome to Sports Day. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews uh, here tonight. If you hear another radio show, try and steal this theme. We will sue. 0457-736-736 or double eight double three for our New Zealand listeners. If you hear any other show, yep. try and use Enter Sandman yep. as the intro song. Yep. Let us know. Yeah. And we'll probably get sued by Metallica for using the song. But yeah. anyway, we'll work all that out in the wash. Uh, mm. Hello. Welcome to a Wednesday night edition of Sports Day. Jeez, it feels like the calm before the storm. And that's not a oh, – pardon so the excited. pun for Brisbane uh, Broncos supporters. I'm so excited. But there is so much about to happen. Kicks off tomorrow night, of course, with the AFL finals. Uh, you've got Collingwood and Melbourne. Wowee. What a game to kickstart your weekend Friday night, we get into the Broncos and the Storm. And I'm torn. I really want to watch that game, but I've got the Swans-Carlton Friday night. Think about what you just said. What? Like, I know you love your Swan, and I love the Swannies as well. I mean, the Lions are my side in the AFL, but... You go for everyone. But you, but you, So you're not going to watch the Brisbane-Melbourne game? No, I, purely because Carlton and the Swans are on. And, mate, I'm a Swanee. Di- Can you I'm tell our special Swan- guest tonight that you're not going to watch that game on Friday night? Of course not. I'm a coward. Mm. But, no, mate, I, well, no, I can't. I can't. I've got to watch the Swans. It could be the last time this year I'll see them playing. Mm. Not with Pappy back, though. We're fine. Hello to our listeners through the Super Radio and Network, uh, our SEN stations as well, 1170 in Sydney, SENQ in Brizzy, 1620 on the Gold Coast, SEN Track, SEN Fanatic, and those listening through the SEN app, make sure you download that from uh, the App Store or Google Play, and uh, you can listen to a whole suite of SEN stations, uh, also our podcast as well. And SENZ, if you're in New Zealand, hello to you. Want to get involved in the show? We love it. You are the star of the show. 0457 736 736 is our text number for our Kiwi listeners. All you have to do is hit double eight double three in Texas. Don't forget to tell us where you're from as well and what you're doing tonight. Or call in anytime, one 1170 Find us on the social sports day, SCN. I tell you what, mm-hmm. you and the rat are blowing up social media. It's fantastic to see. Yep. Really good to see. Mm-hmm. I mean, rat's always yelling in, on his feet. Yep. But I love that. He blew up about the Bulldogs players. On Monday night, and that's gone nuts, I think, on – is it TikTok or Instagram, Daddy? 
Everything's gone. Everything. He's taken over the world. He's bigger than Trump. <laughs> We're on Instagram at SENQ, Twitter Sports Day, uh, New South Wales. Satsy. Hey, just uh, on that. Welcome back, by the way, from New Zealand. I saw about Andrew Davey and his comments towards the Bulldogs. Andrew Davey. Mm-hmm. Went, yep. I thought his response to why he left the Bulldogs was very mature. Right. Well, he's I, had plenty of time to think about it. Yeah, but he's a mature player. Made his debut at 27-28. Yep. I thought his response was a player that that understands not only the game, but understands life in general. He, what I liked about his response and, and Cameron Seraldo on the Broncos was that, you know, James Graham came out and said he got outworked by a 21-year-old, their player of the year, Jacob Preston. Sure. I get it. You're not getting selected. I get it. But I thought his response was really mature. And what I mean by that, he was sort of saying, Cameron Seraldo just wasn't my cup of tea. And every player has those coaches where – you don't really gel with them for whatever reason. Their coaching techniques and their philosophies don't really align with yours and and you don't enjoy playing under those coaches. Now, it would be different if you're a, a player that was a little bit younger, a little bit more emotional and didn't have a lot of life experiences that comes out and says, nah, he's a crap coach, don't like him. Yeah. Uh, we train too hard. There's no real depth to their conversation. But I thought Andrew Davies' response about why he didn't like it, the Bulldogs was really mature. Yeah. Is is now a good time to talk about because I'm I'm over the talking about the bulldogs. Yeah, right? oh, there's so much positive stuff going on this week. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right? But you've got some inside word about what happened last night. Was it last night at the bulldogs presentation night? I've got to use the word alleged here. Allegedly. Allegedly. Okay. Oh, thanks for putting me on the spot. Are we live? Can we cut this out? No. Um, I got. We'll cut it out of the podcast. I got told. Last night, very yeah. late, yeah. that Paul Alamotti, who's their very good debutante this year, yeah. got presented with a jersey. Nice. His debut jersey. Yep. And What, framed up? Framed up with, with pictures around the outside. And yep. That his name was spelt wrong. Oh, God. And some of the pictures were Jake Avarillo. <laughs> what? Now, again. Are I, you, no, come well, on. Well, I don't know. I'm just, I'm saying, that's what I'm saying, allegedly. So... Can anyone confirm that? I'm going to do a little bit more digging. I probably should have done a little bit more digging before you put me on the spot. I should have said, Jason, can you please let me do a little bit more What's going on at the Bulldogs? Investigating? What, seriously. What, who's in charge of the framing? Is it <laughs> Gus in charge of the framing? What's going on over there? No, Gus has got nothing to do with framing. Cameron Sorolo wouldn't have been at the table putting the frames together. So if he's not doing it, Gus is not doing it, who's bloody doing it? It's... How Arthur just... Laundy, the the the, the <laughs> pub magnate, he is wouldn't their be major doing sponsor. It. He wouldn't be doing the framing. I hope that's not true. So do I. I hope your allegation is false. Mm. And again, uh, Sats did use the word allegedly. Yeah. Uh, I hope that's not the case. I hope your source is wrong on that. <laughs> that 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 are just oh, that's horrible. Mm. Um, but yeah, look, there is some good stuff coming up. Steve Ranoff, the print, uh, the the pearl, I should say. Um, he scored that magnificent try in the 1992 grand final against the Dragons. He'll be joining us on the show tonight to talk about the Bronx. That is the first game that we'll see uh, on the weekends. And oh, I just, yeah, he, he's an amazing bloke. Mm. Uh, a passionate Bronco man through and through. So we'll have a chat to him uh, tonight. They, the, the legends of the club dare to dream, don't they? It's one of the great tries in grand final history. Yeah, but some interesting stuff that happened... Before. Yeah, so we'll talk about that tonight. You you pointed it out to me today, and I never really just – my focus was just on Ranoff. This is Alfie. 
Are you talking about that? Oh, that. But there's also in the play the ball and all that. I just. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just, I mean, you see it, but you don't see it. You look at the try, but you actually. But don't, don't... give it away yet. It's all going yeah, okay. in the biz. Right, yeah. Uh, we've got That's Ridiculous yeah. coming up tonight. Um, oh, I've got one for you, Sats. Yep. LG have brought out a TV in a suitcase. Come on, that's ridiculous. This. I saw it on... How good is it? I saw it on Instagram or TikTok or something like that, yeah. Someone said, oh, it's just a laptop in a... No, it's, but it's bigger not. than that. You actually open it up and you can turn the screen lengthways, yeah. so parallel, and... Um, you can watch and the screen change, but you can watch TV in How this suitcase. It? Yeah, it's outstanding. So you could look all business, yeah. turn up into the boardroom, and you can watch like maths on yep. Nine Now. Yep. How good's that? Yeah, I like it. But I even like during it. the day, how we've got, um, you know, the, the gridiron on the, mm-hmm. the NFL. Yep. How good's that? You turn up to the office, go, I've got my laptop out here, and you're watching the NFL. Round one of the NFL this week. This weekend. Mm. This Friday, it kicks off. Um, have you got a That's Ridiculous you'd like to tease us with before we get into it? We're going to save it for that later on. Uh, that's ridiculous. I have got a that's ridiculous. Who? I, no, not who. Anyone that puts get ready to push the button. Oh yep. Anyone that puts banana bread in the freezer. Oh come no, on, no. that's ridiculous. Oh come on. Mate. If you're going to you're eat it each jerk. day, you don't put banana bread in the freezer, Woogie. You know why I did this. Because we're in and out all the time in the sports day office. Yeah, I don't know who's going to be here. Yeah, but no, not, not, I'm not. Oh, you're trying to hide it from Cam Smith, aren't you? You <laughs> don't goat. want Cam to eat it. Oh, Goat gave me a wrap last week. Like, you know, it will. Okay. The Goat gave me his leftover <laughs> snits. Because I can't fit this in. I go, oh, great. I'll, have, I'll take it then. And, and I said, any chips? He goes, no. Yeah. Didn't even leave me one chip, the mm. Goat. Yeah. But anyway, I'm grateful for the wrap. All right, I put it in there so it could it didn't go off. That's ridiculous. Why? Why can't you freeze banana bread from the supermarket? Because if if you don't want to toast it, if you're a person just like that dislikes to eat banana bread untoasted. So where am I meant to put it? Just put it in the fridge. But then it's hold on your teeth. Oh. So what you do is you just put it in the microwave for thirty seconds, you winger. I'm, I've got Craig from Maitland on the phone. He wants to talk about the bulldogs. And he also wants to talk about the one-day side. If he mentions Dave Water, no, he's gonna I'm going to play the music. There is a Bulldogs player that should be in the ODI squad for the World Cup. You reckon he's that's gonna it? He's going to mix both in. If he says Dave Warner, he gets the music. Hello, okay. Craig. Hey, Craig, how are you? Yes, yes. Good evening, uh, Jason and Scott. Uh, County Bank's down, as I said to you before, uh, that's why it's sponsored by Laundy Hotels because they're a pub club. Uh, so, but, uh, yeah, Ouch, good that's a bit that rough. It's a bit rough. Well, that's uh, right up Gus's alley, isn't it? He loves a drink and a punt, doesn't he? Oh, I don't well, know. He does love a punt. <laughs> does does he? he? He used to, yeah. He looks good. Yeah. He yeah. looks good. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, yeah. and what, what, anyway, what do you want to say see, about uh, the idea? I think. Good, to, oh, good to see New South Wales dominate uh, our 15-man squad for, for the World Cup. And uh, you're going to watch Davey Warner open the bag of Travis Head and Bloemfontein tomorrow night, Jason? <laughs> <laughs> he, he played you off, then. He just played you off. We're going to talk about the squad soon. Craig from Mayland is quickly becoming part of the whack pack. No, he can put two words together. Yeah, no, he's very articulate. Yeah. I like his... I do like him. Actually, I love his... He doesn't always go on the air, but he always contributes. I do like... Craig, you can ring any time, mate. So he's not part of the whack pack yet? uh, No. Actually, my daughter has gone to Cairns today to see her boyfriend, and I was going to give... The doorstop. I was going to give Danger, my daughter's 
number just in case. No, 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 no. She no, needs a chaperone no, no, around. No, yep. no, no, okay. no. And and Danger thinks I'm angry with him. I just couldn't put him on the air the other night okay. because I think he was going to say something that could have been litigious. Mm. Buddy from Birong, the greatest school ever, buddy. Birong Boys High School. How are you, buddy? Not too bad, mate. Yourself? What a what a suburb, Birong. Oh. Mm. Isn't that where Beerong, the Bogan cigar Regent started Park. or not? You can, oh, shut it out. Stop it. No, we all... Hey, listen, Tats, oh, I've got a problem. Hey, yep. buddy, we used to... It? We did we did partake in Bogan cigars at Biron Boys So High. the Bogan cigar is, of course, what? I think it's the sausage roll in a plain roll with tomato sauce. <laughs> I think it originated from the home of Boganism, Newcastle. I think Newcastle go, that, that was our invention. I love it. Sats hated it, buddy. Anyway, what, what would you like to chat about, mate? Sats, got yep. a problem. What's up? You're worried about uh, Woogie put. You're worried about Woogie putting the banana bread in the freezer. Yeah. Well, guess what? What? It all comes into the shops frozen. So you, yeah. But, what? Yeah, but then you don't refreeze yeah. it again. Why not, buddy? Now you can't refreeze it. Exactly. You can't refreeze it after it's been frozen. Exactly. You'll, be, you'll become sick. But it does come in originally frozen, and we defrost it. Yep. Does Linda still? You said own... we. You said we then. Yeah. So it's we. Oh, sorry. I may, I may work for a supermarket. Though. Okay, gotcha. I'm not going to say. Ah. Okay. <laughs> so you, are your wagon wheels in the biscuit aisle or the chocolate aisle? Biscuit. Thank you. Yeah, that's mate. Everyone yeah. knows that except for Rat. Rat's an idiot. Hey, uh, buddy. Does uh, Linda still own the florist shop in Birong? <laughs> There's no florist shop in Birong anymore. Oh. Mm. Thoughts go out to Linda. No romantic. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Okay. I tell you what's still there, but what? I tell you what's still there, but the what? greatest, the greatest bakery of all time is still there in its current form, in the same form as it was thirty years ago. Was that? That's right in the middle of the shops, isn't it? Yep, yep. The there big, big window where they've got no shelving or anything, just pies. Good straight. pies. Are they yeah. good pies, buddy? Yeah. Good pies. The old mince pies. Oh. You know, not this rubbish they put in them now. Beerong. Beerong. It's the Vorclues of the West. <laughs> yeah. All right, mate. Thank, thanks, buddy. What a great okay. call. Oh, I love, what a mate, great I, call from mate, Buddy. Mate, I love Beerong. I'm a proud Beerong boy's yeah. high. Hey, can I, I told I you. Grew up, I actually grew up in Yaguna, but went to yeah. Beerong. You know, I um, I went when I went to New Zealand mm. on Monday, guess where I went and had a meeting? Well, you know, because I sent you a photo. Yeah. So we went to the headquarters and factory of meat juice. What? It's called Rum and Q. Q-U-E, and they make meat juice. barbecue. Yeah. yeah. They make meat so juice. So we went to, their head office is in Auckland. Yeah. My, I went to their head office in Auckland, my wife and I, and I've never seen so much meat juice in one room. What? There was meat juice everywhere. What? We were just being lathered in juice. And not only do they have meat juice, they've got, they got like a, a mustard, which I love mustard. They've made their own rum. It's a barbecue rum. Didn't you have to take it taken off you when you arrived here? Any, yeah, I, I took it in carry-on, and at Auckland Airport, they said, you can't take liquids on. I said, where's the liquids? I went, uh, rum, uh, the meat juice, <laughs> uh, the mustard. Yeah. Oh, because you're going to cause some damage with a sauce mm. with your meat juice, yep. aren't you? Well, you've got to be careful around juice. How did Beck go again with the, the boonie record coming home? Did she knock over 40-odd wines? Uh, nah, was, the flight wasn't long enough. Flight wasn't long enough. Gundy Gurner says, Woogie, sausage roll and sauce on a buttered bun. Buttered bun was a bit fattening, mate. <laughs> I, I didn't I didn't want to push the calories by adding butter. But good point. A lot of people had that. Uh, it was the lunch choice of Bega Hill. Uh, Bega Hill School? Bega's yeah. nice. 
in 1970s, and they are beautiful. They are. And I feel sorry for Queenslanders, Victorians, South Australians, Western Western Australians, and the two from the territories. You didn't you you had to grow up on Bogan cigars. Mm. They were the greatest. You couldn't poo for a week, but geez, yeah, it backs you up, doesn't it? But you had to have a chalky milk with it as well, mate. Mm. Oh, why would you go for a fifteen k run after it? Hey, Sats, Greg be- from Campbelltown says yes. you boys are becoming my favourite show on SCN. No BS and talk the truth. Well done, Greg from Campbelltown. Hey, guys, we've got some breaking news coming out from Matt Rogers on the text. The full-size wagon wheels aren't in the biscuit aisle, apparently. Not the full-size wagon wheels. Shut up, Rat. Seriously. He nearly guessed the price of a leg of lamb last mm. night. I was, I was very impressed. Hey, before we go to a break I want, and before we go, uh, we get to more of your texts, I, I want to chat about this thanks to Cobram Estate Premium Australian Virgin Olive Oil. We were having a bit of a, a dispute uh, before coming on air, which is not unusual. And I want yeah. the help of our listeners here on yep. 0457 736 736, or that's our text number in Australia, double eight double three. if you're in New Zealand, or, or you can call 1300 01 1170. What is Australia's national sport? And, and, and Daddy Vass, our producer, hates AFL, so he doesn't even want to ha- talk about AFL on the show. He straight away quoted... Peter Volandis, didn't he? Yeah. He he straight just, away, we said, I said, what do you think an actual national sport for Australia is? What, what rugby is the sport? league. He said rugby league. And I'm trying to get him interested in cricket this summer. I think the national sport of Australia, hands down. It's like this ad that's on at the moment. Yep. It's, it's, um, it's cricket. Yeah. It's got to be cricket. I think what makes the country stop and watch even if, even if they're not a huge fan of that sport, they'll still stop and watch. Mm. What is it? It's cricket. Yeah, do you think so? Yeah, yeah, probably. Well, we're playing it on the beaches over summer. We're playing yeah, it in parks. Point. Yeah. Mate, everyone watches the Boxing Day test. Mm. If anyone, if anyone rings up and says it's the Sydney to Hobart yacht race, you will get a three-year ban from the show. <laughs> what a hacky sack. <laughs> What's that new hacky sack when you're throwing it through oh, the hole? I, What's I the sport? Know. They're all playing now. They're all throwing you. You throw the hacky sack and it goes through a hole. I don't know. Um, yeah. But cricket has to be the national sport, right? And even in New Zealand, I want to hear from our New Zealand listeners on double eight double three. What what do you consider your national sport? Is it rugby union? Is it I, the All Blacks? Did I tell you did I tell you that there's a train carriage over in Auckland that has been graffitied? It says up the Waz. And of course they want to try and paint over it and and there's been a, a bit of a petition from a lot of the commu- commuters in Auckland that says, don't no, touch it. Don't touch it. We want it. And people, when they're waiting for their train in the morning or the public transport in the morning, they film to see whether it's that carriage is going to be on theirs. Yeah, that's. And, and isn't that fascinating? The week of the Rugby World Cup starting with the All Blacks. Yeah. That's incredible. They've mm. just. Obviously, taking the imagination of all Kiwis, uh, the Waz. We've got to go to a break. When we come back, we'll get to your text. And we want to know, national sport, what is it? This is Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. 
Yes, that's our new theme song. Time for an NRL update, all thanks to our mates at Mitre 10 Trade. Uh, it's been revealed that Callum Ponga will have a needle to play this week against the Raiders. Not into a his, needle. Into his shoulder. Unusual in the game of... Uh, right, the league. I know, but... He is going to do it. Um, did you ever needle up before games? I'm sure you would have as you got older. I think a lot of a lot of players have done it throughout their career. I, I don't know whether it happens as much. I know that Wayne Bennett never used to let his players play with a lot of needles because in you've got to admit it probably is a performance enhancer because it allows, you to, get, allows you to get back on the field. Now, uh, to answer your question, yes. In 98, I broke that big, you know, the big knuckle at the end of your, at the base of your big toe. I broke that knuckle, Ooh. and I used to get a needle in the knuckle, yep. in the webbing of my, in between the big toe and the second toe, and then another needle underneath, like the the padding of your big toe, yep, just to numb the whole part of the foot. It was horrific. I used to be in tears, and for about fourteen or fifteen weeks, it was horrific. Um, can I tell you one of my f- favorite needle stories? There's plenty of needle stories. I remember kids th- turn the wireless off. I remember we were playing the Broncos one Friday night in uh, two, 2000. It was a Friday night game. And Mark Guy was standing there before the game with his jersey off. And he just used to rattle off. Because he, he was mad. He was crazy. And he was standing there and the doctor was putting a needle in his rib cage. He pulled that one out and he put another one in his shoulder. And then he put one in the back of his neck <laughs> for some reason. What? But my fame, the, the my favourite one is Craig Gower, toughest man ever to walk the earth, for a number of reasons which you can't go into because it's too long. You can do a whole podcast on how tough <laughs> this guy was. But in two thousand and three, if you if you ever go back and look at highlights of the two thousand and three season, you'll see Craig Gower playing with this massive chest plate, like a yep. sternum plate, and it was huge. It was too big for him. It just looked ridiculous. <laughs> but he cracked his sternum early on in the season. And so before the game, <laughs> it makes me sick. I remember just sitting there watching him and I thought, oh, that would bring tears to my eyes. The doctor used to put the needle into the breastplate. No. Like in between his chest yeah, yeah, yeah. where that line is. He used to stick it in there and used to wiggle it around so he could oh. get it in all these different areas and then release what they call Marcane, which is like the, the local anaesthetic. So basically, <laughs> basically, Gowie couldn't feel anything across his chest and his shoulders. Oh, it was horrific. It was just... And what, did he do that for the rest of the season? For, all the way through to grand final. No way. It was horrific to watch. And it what, was so bad. How, how do you fix that? You just, it's just rest. Just rest. You just can't play when you've got a cracked sternum. Like, cracked sternum puts people out for 10 weeks. Yeah, but <laughs> he just kept getting this needle. Oh, it was horrific. It was horrific to watch. We still all gather around the, st- the strapping <laughs> table to watch him get this needle in his chest. Yeah. Oh, and then he'd God. go to sleep underneath the strapping table. Before he'd, playing. He'd have a sleep before the game. Cornhole. Oh, yes. Rubbish sport. That's from Matt. Yeah, we've got a few there. Matt, um, 155. Why is it called Cornhole? There's no, I, I've never, it's Marissa a sack, Mars. isn't it? I've never seen – I've never thrown a piece of corn through the hole. Uh, Josh from uh, Bradby said the same thing as well. Thanks for your text. Uh, David has said it's Fox called, from the hills. It's called corn holing. So obviously inside the sack is corn kernels, right? Yep. So you just got to throw that and get it in a hole. Yep. That is not exciting. <laughs> it's good when you got a few. I'd rather watch A-League. When you got a few beers under your belt, 
It's really interesting. You throw them at each other well, and you, you eat the corn. Well, you, you think you can size up. You got, you know, you, and when you throw it, when you've got a few under your belt, and yeah, right. you're hitting people who are not even part of your group that are past the board. Yeah, hitting them in the back, the back of the <laughs> head, and yeah, cornhole. That's what it is. Thank you. Uh, national sports. This is from Greg. Thanks for your text, Greg. Uh, should be darts or lawn bowls, because because you can have schooners while you play. I agree well, with that. No, but, is but it we're you asking that, what it is, though. But you, I think, you, was it you saying that it's not a sport if you can have a beer during it? Technically, it shouldn't be. shouldn't be a sport if you can have a beer while doing it. I can't wait to play lawn bowls when I get older. Yeah. I mean, I'm nearly there. But I'm just worried they won't be able to bend over for three hours. I'm looking forward to playing golf upon retirement. Oh, well, I'm there now. I can help you with the game. If you did lawn bowls, would you have to use one of those? I'll use a robotic stick. Those ar- no, well, they've got those arms now, like the extension of your arm, and you roll yeah. you, the ball sits in it. And I'll use one of those um, like ramps. ramps. Yeah. As well. Mm. Or I'll just ask my wife, Anita, to pick the ball up for me all the time. Yep. How do you reckon that'll go? Mm. Yeah, pretty good. Evening, dudes. Iconic Australian national sports surf life-saving, most played informally. Cricket. That's from 641. Can I say... If you're not a player of the sport, that's fine. It's what would what brings your eyes to yeah. the TV when it's on. I've got to say, a Sunday afternoon, Uncle Toby's series, yeah. watching Trevor Hendy take on everybody. Yeah. Oh, was, it was awesome. It was my favourite during summer. Do we want to talk to Craig again, like quickly. Yeah, Craig, uh, you agree it's cricket in Australia, yes? Yes, I certainly do. <laughs> Is that all you rank for? Oh, you're spot on. It's rugby union New Zealand as well, too. Okay, yeah. no argument, no debate. It's cricket and rugby union. Yeah, and we got a text from a bloke called Matt Rogers mm. saying that as well. Thank you, mate. Thanks for your call. Craig, what about what about Dave Warner? Is He's Dave gone. Warner out? <laughs> Just watching Dave Warner is Craig's national sport. Now, Brad has texted and said, I was in Melbourne recently and a bloke ordered deep-fried Stim Sims on a roll. What? Wow. That... So how many how many you reckon you could get in there? If you get like a normal size, like a six inch roll. So if you use like a hot dog roll for arguments, so about six inch, four inch, five inch. Wait a sec. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yep. Two inch. Yep. No, you get a five inch roll. How many dimmies can you fit in that? I reckon you'd fit three. And what's the sauce? No, let's go four. And what's the sauce? Tomatoes, got... meat juice. No, you can't you put can't, that on. You can't. Tomato you got... sauce is the most overrated sauce. I didn't say tomato, mate. And I've never mm. seen tomato shop at a, a sauce at an Asian shop, at a Chinese shop. So calm down. Is it a sweet chili sauce? But it's, he's not saying it's from a Chinese shop. He's saying could, where he else am I going to get my dim sims from? Well, dimmies are just oh, in the, the Bay Fish Marie, and Chip shop in the Bay Marie of any takeaway store. What sauce would it be? An oyster sauce? It'd have to put an oyster sauce on there, wouldn't you? I'd have to say sweet chili. Yeah, it's, but if I'm saying, anything, yeah, it's what we're having for lunch tomorrow. We're going to have for lunch tomorrow. Bugger the steak, we're having that. We're going to go to break, by the way. When we come back, uh, more of your texts. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia and World Gym. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. Langer away for Renoff. Renoff, we haven't seen much of him today. Now take a look at him as he crosses the halfway. They won't catch him. He's heading for the corner and he's over. Renoff makes it 22 points to four. Oh, what a great try. He One was of the in great third tri- gear. 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, he done bugger all as well. Ricky Walford. Ricky (laughs) Walford tried to catch him. He had no chance whatsoever. I'm going to put it to to you and the Pearl. Steve Ranoff, thanks for joining us on Sports Day. I'm going to put it to you both now. That was 1992. If that was today, Mm. he wouldn't have scored that try. Well, Pearl, over to you because in the modern age, Pearl, whenever the ball's coming off the try line like that, that day, 10 metres out from the trial line, 92 against the Dragons, the wingers and the centres start heading in to take the hit-ups off the play the ball. But having players like Alfie and Kevy, you would have had to just stay out on your flanks, wouldn't you? Yeah, and that was the direction of Wayne Bennett. He he just said, you know, when um, when the kick gets put back and Willie Kahn, what a great run by Willie mm. Kahn. Mm. Um, you know, they, he comes out and it was like, well, you outside backs on the opposite side. Set yourselves just in case Alf and Kevy see something. And they did that day and we scored the try. Take, take us through that, that moment on the field. Did Kevy shove his brother out of the way? Is that what happened? <laughs> he did. You, you look at it and say, so Kerry goes in, Kevy goes, get, get out, and uh, pushed him out. And it was two big passes, obviously from dummy half from Kevin to Alf. And Alf just said, here, get this into you and do your best. And that's what we did. Who was the player that you stepped on the inside of, Pearl? Can you remember? Oh, um, oh terrible. Um, you got me. Rex Turp. You, you flew me there. Was it Rex oh, Turp? I'm sorry? Was it Rex Turp? Yeah, Rex Turp. Yeah. And Rexy, Rexy always, every year, um, if we're around the finals, he'll, um, he'll contact me on Twitter. <laughs> and I, I feel so sorry for Rex, but he's doing really well. <laughs> oh, that's great. Now, that grand final, we, we're here to talk about the finals are coming up, and, and yeah, most importantly, yeah. you know, the, your old club, the Brisbane Broncos, are heavily involved in you know going deep into the finals. But '92, that grand final, that first grand final for the for the Broncos, Alfie, you travelled to Sydney on the Saturday, but Alfie and Gilly <laughs> went to the races on the way to the airport. Is that right? And then Alfie yeah. hit his head, didn't he? And Weren't there strict orders though to look after Alfie or no? No, do what you always do. Yeah. Right, that's right. Yeah, and Alfie hit his head, didn't he? In the in the betting. Yeah, line. it was actually yeah. on the board of the um you know the the betting the stand. Yeah. Board. The betting stand. He actually whacked his head and opened his eyebrow up. <laughs> yeah. And he hates the sight of blood and he fainted. Which, yeah. Yes. He did, he did. He hated blood. Um, any bit of blood, but you know, it was so good that um, you know, back in the day, you can do those sort of things. And we come out, and we we just we were that confident that we could win all year. I think we only lost four games all season, so we were very very confident. Yeah, what a back row! There's Madison, oh. Alan Can, oh. a double, and and Gilly just cutting people in half. Now, Pearl, the Broncos heading to their uh, first finals appearance since 2019, which doesn't sound long ago, but between 2019 and 2022, there's a little bit of heartache there for the Brisbane Broncos and their fans. And so how do you assess the way they're leading into the finals? You're, you're happy with the way they're positioned? Oh, amazing. Kevy's done a great job. The team's doing a great job. But um, let go back to where we were. We Wooden spooners sat. Mm. It, was, it was quite embarrassing, um, disappointing. Yeah. Um, we, we, we get... The good thing is we get to talk to the boys. I know a few of the boys, and you know, get to hang out with them. And it, it um, and you sort of say, well, you know, what you guys wear as players, we still wear it as ex-players. So, whatever they cop around the city here in Brizzy, 
we cop as well. So it's like, so we have that we we get to have that conversation with them. We go, let's turn it around, you know, we, we turn it around. And so they they have they've done that. So it, it's amazing the work that Kevin and the team have done with this team. And Pearl, it looks like they're looks like they're actually having fun this year, doesn't it? Oh, relax. Yeah, and that's what Kevy would want. You know, it's um, it's about enjoying your footy, um, and and the boys are doing that. And but you know, I always say to people, say that the team that um they brought together a few years ago, when we went through the bad period. They were very very young. There's a couple of older blokes in there, but not enough to have that balance. And a lot of these boys were there. And they're now like three or four years older, um, whatever it is. And, you know, they, they're they a lot more mature. So they came to the club for a reason. They came to the club because they could play rugby league and they were good. And they're showing it now. And it's all coming, you know, to to fruition for the club. What is it about this uh, Melbourne Storm team? They just have a wonderful record at Suncorp. They have a wonderful record at Suncorp against the Broncos. And then a wonderful record against the Broncos. I mean, the Broncos haven't beaten them since 2016 anywhere. What is it about this Melbourne Storm team that worries you? Uh, Craig Bellamy, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. Um, you know, he he knows Brisbane ins and outs. And, um, you know, he, 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 was, he was at our club when I was back there in the day. So um, he knows and he knows what to do. So... I think it's it, it. On the other hand, though, it's pretty simple for Brisbane. Don't get in the wrestle with them in the middle. Mm. Um, when we did beat Melbourne, um, we we you know we played wide with them and uh, went early. You know, we just didn't get in that wrestle. I think most teams would know that, but um, they do a good job of sucking teams in to to get that wrestle in the middle. And um, I think we got to do something a little bit different. And I think Kevy will be aware of that as well. Yeah, he's great attribute, isn't it? Not only his sense of humour, but he's in, he's got great enthusiasm, great energy to be around. You mentioned that, and also his passion for the club. But with good coaches, and Kevin oh. has proven this year he's a good coach. When it comes finals times, Pearl, do the good coaches change anything, or do they try and keep everything as as pretty simple and as as what they've done from the regular season? So you you got yourself to the position in the finals, um, Sats, as you know, mm-hmm. um, and you got there for a reason, and it's the way you've been playing your footy. So don't change too much. Um, concentrate. Don't get overawed with with the occasion. Uh, it's another game of footy, and uh, you know that's what Wayne Bennett used to say to us. And and just keep it as it is, and stick to the plan. And, and you know, Wayne's thing was, and Kevy be the same. It, it, it's you know, it's not rocket science. It's rugby league. Mm. And um, you go out to do the job, do, you know, what we you know, we all invested in. And you're more than likely to come out more positive. So, and I'm, I'm pretty sure um, now that Wayne's uh, Dolphins are out, uh, 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 you know, haven't made the finals, that um, I reckon Kevy might have given Wayne a sneaky call or vice versa. Yeah, interesting. Now... Well, you just heard that try from 92, which is... And I talk about it regularly with, with Matty Rogers, Pearl. Gone is the art of the centre, getting early ball from their halves. They don't have to put them into any space. <laughs> just give me early ball. I'm going to create the rest. I think that art of, of some of the really good centres has gone in the game. But I've got to say, there is one centre in the competition. There's a couple others. But the one 
is Katoni Stagg seems to be one of those players. You just need to give him early ball and just through his pure aggression, he'll yeah. create something. He's you know, completely different style to you, but do you agree he's the sort of guy that doesn't need a half to set him up in any way? He's just got to get the ball early? Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't think he gets enough clean ball, um, you know, Katoni over the years, but um, I think they're figuring out, obviously, with Kevy as a coach and just giving the ball. And our, our right side is amazing. We've got Reese Walsh, obviously, with Katoni and, and Selwyn Cobbo. That, that's our weapon. That, that's our lethal weapon. And, um, you know, get Katoni early ball. Um, I used to say that about, um, you know, James Roberts. They, they just, when he was at the club, they just, the ball they were giving him was terrible. Mm. It was just, they didn't think about it. Um, you know, um, Wayne used to always talk to us about coming onto the ball and um, you're not, not getting flat-footed. Um, it, was, it was very different back in the day. And, you know, it, I think Kevy has hit the mark with the outside backs. Hey, Pearl, can you give us a bit of an insight into Selwyn Cobbo? Have you had a lot to do with him? And the reason why I ask is because he's from your area, <laughs> up around the Burnett area in, in Sherbourg. Yeah. Um, what sort of kid is he? Give us a little bit yeah. of an insight because not a lot of people know a lot about him. He's a Sherbrooke boy and he's such a lovely person, you know, and, um, you know, he came straight out of high school uh, as I did back in the day. And, um, you know, he's, he's not that outspoken. Um, he comes from a lovely family and, you know, I know, I know his family. I grew up with his uncle and, and aunties and, and all the mob. And I'm sure along the way, we're all a bit, we're all related anyway, but, um, <laughs> um but you know what I mean? It, it, but that's true. <laughs> but the thing is, it, it's so funny. He's so unassuming. And, you know, I, I got to do a bit of work with Selwyn early on um, here in Brizzy. And he's just a kid who enjoys his footy. And he, we, we did a, a, a story for Channel 9, I think it was last year, the year before. And it's like, well, this kid just enjoys his footy. And he talked about, you watch him if he scores a try, if he, he sees himself on camera, he'll he'll smile and just watch it, and he does it. And he, he he says, "I do it purposely to show people that I enjoy playing rugby league," and that and that, that's a what 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 a beautiful thing. For, he's a beautiful young man, soft soul, and mm. um, you know he just loves his rugby league. Yep, he's awesome. he's pretty that's handy. Uh, and there's also another young bloke in that Broncos team is pretty handy. Wears that number one jersey. How good is he? How good is he? <laughs> Hey, I, you know, mentioned the that right side. You talk about Reese Walsh, amazing, uh, the speed, the burn. Oh. But you know, the good thing is he 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 knows his way around the footy field, and, and he puts his himself as a good fullback should in the right place. But our right side, and I'll, I'll put this on social media, it's potent. When it's on fire, he comes around. Katoni, he's actually he's been good for Katoni because. I had a bit of a, a query about Katoni's running at a player and not running to a hole, mm. but Reese actually puts him into space, and that's the best thing for that right side. And and then you got Selwyn, so you know they got so much talent on that right side, and I think that's where we can get Melbourne. Um, obviously, this Friday. Well, what a game it's going to be to yeah, kick off the it. final series in 2023: the Storm versus the Broncos, Suncorp Stadium. Friday night, Pearl, I know you'll be there cheering on the Broncos and, mate, love talking to you during the final series. Hey, really Pearl, do. what did you do when you retired your last ever game? 
What did you do with your headgear? Did you give it to someone like they do today, or did you keep it? No, I, I sat the last... I wore two headgears during the last season, yep. oh, you know. Um, I, I kept one of them, um, and then I think I might have swapped one with Steve Menzies. Oh, wow. Um, wow. So I got his headgear. <laughs> he signed it. He came to me. I'll be honest. He came to me. He said, oh, can I have your headgear? I said, okay, can you give me yours? So we both signed and we swapped headgears. Yeah, nice. Jeez, I hope you washed it throughout the year. Jeez, yeah. that'd smell rank, wouldn't oh, it? Jeez. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> don't answer nah, it. You don't want to look at it. Pearl used to have that soul glow hair as well. <laughs> oh, beautiful yeah, soul yeah. glow Lovely. hair. Lovely. Oh, Oily. No, I didn't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. It, 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 was a, it was a rotten mullet. <laughs> <laughs> at least you could hide it. Yeah. Uh, Pearl, we appreciate your time on Sports Day. Good luck to the Bronx on Friday night. And as I said, what a cracker to kick off the final season this week. No worries. And thanks, boys. Thanks for having me on. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. 0457 736 736 is our text number for Aussie listeners in New Zealand. Double eight double three, Or get involved anytime. 1300-01170 on the phone. You know, last night we had three females text us. How good's that? One who thought... Hillstorm uh, Hill one of them? Yes, she, yes. God, she loves you. Yeah. Uh, there was Lisa, uh, a newbie, and there was a lady, or a husband text on behalf, yep. who... Loved Rat, but her nickname for Rat was Little Boy. Yeah, I like it. Well, she's obviously seen him. Hey, uh, Beaumont Tiles is giving away a trip for two to America's biggest footy game with over 70000 bucks. That's right. Jump in store at Beaumont's before November 12, and you're in with a chance. T's and C's apply. A lot of love for the Pearl. Rooster Muzz, yeah, he was a Roosters fan, the Pearl, growing up. Um, Rob from Budrum, great show on the Broncos. Re- records are meant to be broken. They'll do the storm on Friday night. Pearl, you're a legend from 492. And Steve says, great interview. Always liked the Pearl. Gifted athlete. Can I tell you, talk about hard work and training really hard. Pearl wasn't one of those. Hated conditioning training. And Wayne Bennett knew it. And he used to say, you know what? You're my Ferrari. There you go. I don't need to flog you. Yeah, there you go. Hey, uh, more texts uh, coming up real soon. Plus, kids, don't go to bed yet. Yep. Big Dog says, stay up. (laughs) Because I've got a feeling. Imagine you being Big Dog in people's... No, no, he, is that creepy as well? We'll talk about that after the news. <laughs> this is Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. Certainly is. Welcome to Hour 2 of Sports Day. Just that gets you pumped, doesn't it? I love it. You know, to listeners, they would know. And if you don't know, go on, on YouTube and look at Virginia Tech. How good is it? College football that's their their run on song how do the, oh, how this how the stands in the stadium don't I, collapse I, I, i'm with you on that i don't yeah. know either mm. hey welcome to the second hour of the show uh that's ridiculous coming up uh, real soon heaps of other stuff too of course 
Your calls and your texts. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is our number. Double eight double three if you're in NZ. Uh, if you want to shoot us a text or 0457 736 736 um, uh, is our text number in Australia. I will address the uh, Big Dog controversy shortly. So you were saying who's creepier? Yeah, and I apologise to Big Dog. You're not creepy. I got you mixed oh, up. he's a little bit creepy. Yeah, but he, no, he gets tucked into bed. He's all right. Who's he getting tucked into bed by? Uh, a lady. I'm okay. assuming his mother who is human. Yeah. <laughs> so this... It's a good sort. Does she identify as a dog? No. Back then, I, I'm assuming okay, this right got on. shot in the early 80s. Yep. But the one I'm keeping an eye on is yep. Prime Possum, which I, looks I don't like think, a, I don't think a lot of people would know who Prime Possum is. Well, it's... Prime as in... As in the TV network. Yeah, okay. Well, which I don't even know if Prime is still around. I think it's called Seven. But, yep. But their, their Possum looks like a rat. Prime used to be in the regional area, Yes, didn't it? correct. Yeah, regional so seven. So at 7 o'clock, yep. or whatever time it was, they chuck these Well, that would make on. sense, 7 o'clock, being a 7 broadcast. Well, I don't know if that's the reason. Okay. It's not, you know, sidetrack here. But what they do to help parents get their kids into bed, these animals that come on, not real, stuffed, and they would tell kids it's time to go to bed. Mm. But Prime Possum. Yep. Looks like Rat Rogers, like yeah. a bigger version. Yeah. Right? Mm, yeah, Massive. I agree. I put it on my Facebook. You just showed me Prime Possum. It, and then Prime Possum actually doesn't go to bed. So I've got a feeling Prime Possum's going out to hit the tiles. So he's he's in someone's house. We don't know whose house it is. It's just random. Randomly chuck, tucking in children. <laughs> and then and we don't know what Prime Possum does after that. Now on the flip side of that. Now, but can I? Can we not? Yeah. Can we stop saying Prime because I don't want to get sued. Well, the possum. Can we just? <laughs> they used to be on TV. Please. They would tuck kids into bed and pat kids. <laughs> a bit creepy. But on the flip side of that, we yes. had Fonzie, who Fonz. was a. He was at least thirty-seven, and he hung Easy. around teenagers, and he had his meetings in women's toilets. His office was the girls' toilets, and don't don't think Arnold is innocent in all this. He's complicit. Yeah, you're right. Who rents out a female toilet as as the office? While he wears a leather jacket. Who wears leather all the time yeah. as well? And does it hurt you to pay for a song in the jukebox funds? Seriously. There are exactly. performing artists who yeah. work their backsides off. Yeah. So he's, the, he's up there with the Luke Prittis of tightness. <laughs> I'm not paying for a song in the jukebox. It's fair income. Yeah. So yep. here's the question. Who's never any, I never saw any money change hands with any fries or burgers that came out as well. No. No money ever changed hands. It was a bully. The Fonz? Yeah, but for and any, don't, and for any of the C, kids, like Richie, the, the, there's no money yeah. change. I don't know whether Arnold was just giving food away. Was he like a good Samaritan? <laughs> How much rent do you reckon the Fonz paid too, just quietly? Yeah. Well, if he didn't pay for songs on the jukebox, he's not going to pay much he's rent. not paying any. Mr. C, did you keep a, quite, a, a close eye on him? Mm. He was very friendly with Mrs. C. There was so much dodginess in these shows, wasn't there? Yeah, there was a long way back then. Yeah. So who's creepier, the Fonz or the Possum? <laughs> don't, don't text him. 0457 736 736. Everyone in New Zealand going, what's Prime Possum? Hey, we, we asked about national sports. What's your national sport in NZ and in Australia? And hand soap from Narrabeen. <laughs> hand soap. National sport is cutting tall pot, poppy syndrome. Yeah, that's true. C- cutting him down. Yeah. Hey, here's one from earlier, right? Mm-hmm. Is this the worst text of the week? 
Uh, this comes from 672. If the Tigers made the top eight. What? In fact, what? that could make out. This, that's ridiculous. Can tonight. I just say this deserves an esky? If the Tigers made the top eight and yep. had the home game, mm. would they be allowed to play it at Leichhardt? Well, it's not going to happen. You know that. It'll happen soon. No. Nah. I guarantee you they wouldn't, they say. So why do the Sharks get to play at Shark Park? You know what? That's a teaser for that's ridiculous. Come on, that's ridiculous. Well, the Sharks are allowed to play at Shark Park. No, that someone thinks the Tigers are going to make the finals. The, the thing is... They will make the finals. When? Will, will well, we soon. be we alive know. to see that? Well, the Warriors were 15th last year. Now they're in the top four. If we extend the mm-hmm. top eight to a top nine, the Tigers might get back there. Yep. They might get. But the reason why, the reason why they're playing. The Tigers would play at our core. But I wish it was like that. You never know. They might. But the reason why the Sharks are playing at mm-hmm. Shark Park is because they finished higher than the Roosters. And that's what Rudolph, Toby Rudolph said to us last night. Well, I guess I'd say to them that they probably should have finished a bit further up the ladder. <laughs> yes. I love it. Yes. actually. I love that honesty. Yeah. We don't hey, have enough characters like that. Keep your text coming through. Actually, we don't. You're mm. right. Um, a sports update coming up in just a sec for Irrigir. Rooster Muzz, you're creepy. The same time and water, Irrigir is here. What do you write? Oh, he's just, yeah, he, he goes on to the, we should have a whack pack group. Oh. We've got our intellects, which Daniel is the chairman of. And then we've got a, no. <laughs> we've got our creeps. Rooster Muzz is a creep. I reckon Rooster Muzz looks like the possum. <laughs> it does look like Rat Rogers, though, doesn't it? It does possum? look a little bit like Rat. It's the ears, yeah. isn't it? Mm. It's the giveaway. Yep. Hey, last night on the show, Rat and I had the pleasure of talking to Toby Rudolph. Yeah. And we did. I thought it was a pretty good chat with him. Mm. But you know what he's like. He's loose as Toby. Yeah, he is, absolutely. So Rat yeah. asked him at the end, what are you doing after the season finishes? Mate, we know you love a good time. What you got any postseason plans? You got anything in the works? Are you going to behave yourself this postseason? What what's happening for Toby Rudolph in the Please offseason? Don't. No, I think I've still got a few years before I need to behave myself. Just <laughs> fine. Um, it's a bit of a uh, one up for conjecture because I've got this toe thing going on. I might need surgery, so I've got about a thousand things planned. It's just sort of uh, where where we finish and and what happens to the toe as to as it actually happens. I've got a possibility of a table fest, depending on when we finish oh, the season. Oh, nice. Possibility of going, yeah, that'd be nice. Maybe a week in Amsterdam afterwards, check the site. <laughs> oh, God. Um, then uh, what else we got? There's there's a few bucks going on over in Las Vegas. Oh, I've got, like, oh, <laughs> yeah, got, got a mate of mine from school that's traveling South America. He's currently around Columbia or Bolivia or something. Oh. So, <laughs> just the chop the toe off. Chop the toe off oh, and get into it early. I just want you to know, Toby, that, that old story, <laughs> what happens in Vegas, it doesn't always stay in Vegas. Just be careful, mate. Be careful. We need you next year. <laughs> Don't worry. I'll, I won't stay in Vegas, but the stories will. <laughs> <laughs> How good is he? I love him. There's no way he's going to Colombia. Bolivia. You wouldn't go. Did you say Bolivia? What does he say? Colombia. Yeah, and then Bolivia, he said. Oh, there's no way. Now, from what I've seen on TV, yeah. nothing good happens there. No. Exactly. Mm. Uh, hi, guy. I know I've read that one. Very similar to when the Tigers messed up the Benji photo. Oh, you're talking about the alleged incident happened last night at the Tigers. Paul Alamotti. Oh, at, at the Bulldogs. Bulldogs, yeah. Paul Alamotti. Allegedly, got a his debut jersey framed with some pictures around, and they apparently spelt his name wrong. And there were photos of Jake Avrillo in it as well. <laughs> I don't know if it's a G up. I hope it is a G up. I hope it is. Um, 
Mark has sent us a text to read national sport. We're asking, what is our national sport? You and I were having a bit of a debate about it before we came on air. I reckon it's cricket. You're kind of leaning in towards that. Mark says, I actually think our national sport now is football, soccer, um, men's or women. Because you can still get people who say cricket is boring, just can't sit here for five days. Yeah, but I, t- I tell you, Mark, I think the Big Bash is a great format, and that's on every night from December 7. I love that. of it. And I liked it. They've shortened yeah. the schedule as well, which they needed to. And, you know, you can just watch that, and the kids love that. I mean, if you go to any game around Australia, particularly when the school holidays are on, it's just a wonderful atmosphere. Mm. But I, I tell you what, for football in our country to become our national sport, they've got to do something about the A-League. It's, it's, it's not up to scratch. I don't know what the answer is, but that's the problem. Well, you've got to get imports. Yeah. Remember Del Piero when he came yeah. out for Sydney FC? They, they bring out these White big... York. Yeah, mate, that's when, when it was going really well. And again, admittedly, they're at the end of their careers, well at the end of their careers, but they... They bring a publicity machine with them as well. Absolutely, mate. Yeah. And maybe every team should have two, I don't know, massive big names or something. And mm. and can Football Australia, off the back of the success of the Women's World Cup, use some of the funds from that to help grow the A-League and maybe get some eyes on it? And the other thing too, can, can we get it on? Can Did we you get... say money from the Women's World, Women's Cup. World Cup to be used on the Men's A-League? No, men's and women. Oh, men's and women, yeah. Yeah, it's called the A-Leagues. Yeah. But we've also got to be able to see it. Yeah, you've got to pay for it at the moment. There's a, there's but a paywall, isn't Do there? you have Paramount Plus? I don't. I do. Oh, do you? What yep. for? Well, I've got Paramount. Oh, I don't, I don't have Paramount Plus, but I've got Paramount. No, that's the same. Oh, well, I've got Paramount Plus then. Yeah, I do. Because there's a really good show on there, and it's called uh, Lioness. Oh, yeah, but that's finished now, so you can actually get rid of your subscription. No, there'll be another show that'll come on. Okay. Mm. Well, good. I well, I don't have it. Okay. But I just and a lot of people, a lot of people don't have it. Mm. And you got to see it. Like you got to deal with Channel Ten. Get more games. The the Channel Ten have got about five channels. Yeah. Surely you can get it on some of the other ones. Yeah. And that's part of the problem. And 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 now's the time to strike. We come off a very successful Women's World Cup. I mean, we're trying to get a trophy or a statue at a stadium. Now's the time to strike. Uh, on the text line from nine, oh, this is from Harry C. Who? Harry C. He says, that's ridiculous. Jerome Luai will play this week. Come on, that's ridiculous. Well, it, Harry C, he can't play because he has actually been named in the 22. So you can't bring anyone from the outside in. But if they Why get name to, him then? If they, they haven't named him. That's what oh, I'm saying. They I haven't named him right, in the okay. 22. So they can't use him. All right. But, but, I'm led to believe that if they win this week and go through to a grand final qualifier, he will he will play then. Well, let me ask you this question, yeah. and it's time for a sports update for Irrigear. To save time and water, Irrigear is here. Is it fair or unfair? And I want our listener involvement on this as well. The Panthers uh, have told Jerome Luai that they can offer him between seven dollars and $800,000 a season. What? I think that's very fair. It is fair. Um, it comes down to mainly – how many can fit into your salary cap around that, what they call marquee pl- – they don't have to be a marquee player, but from a price perspective, they're a marquee player. Um, you may not agree, but on the salary cap, they would be gauged that way. So so the biggies at Penrith would be – Nathan Cleary. Yep. 1.2 or whatever he is. Dylan Edwards. Deserves everything he gets, Nathan. Dylan Edwards now has jumped into one of those top three positions. Um, maybe Isaiah Yo. 
I think. Stephen Crichton would have been, but yeah. he accepted the money to, be to go to the Bulldogs. Isaiah, yeah. But I'd say maybe Isaiah. And then Dylan Edwards has taken up that third one. You can't really afford to fit four players around that sort of $900 million mark. Now that Dylan's jumped into there, well, Jerome, it is all about negotiation. But unfortunately, Panthers don't have the space to negotiate. They don't have a lot of players up around eight, nine, and a million. But they've got a lot of players that are around sort of five, six, seven. Right. You've got James Fisher-Harris's. You've got your Brian Totos. Uh, yes, Crichton is going, uh, which frees up a lot of money, which has gone into the likes of Dylan Edwards and now Jerome Lua. Is seven or 800 on the money for Jerome? Yeah, I think so. I think so. What? If you're Jerome, yep. you'd accept that, wouldn't you? I mean, if you're uh, – you, your best chance of winning a premiership is with the Panthers. Well – Gets to play alongside his mates. Yeah, well, he, you're going to be playing top four footy for a long time. And he's already won two two comps. Sometimes when you win two comps, there will be a club that will be in the bottom four or bottom five that are willing to pay you that extra 200000 to come to the club as a million-dollar player. Whether, whether he's worth it or not, that's not the argument. The argument is there will be a club out there that would think... Does a six get a million bucks this season? Absolutely. Oh, Munster? Yeah, yeah absolutely they do. Yeah. yeah. So, but he's not in the same class as Munster. No, he's not. He's not. If he went to – the easiest way, I think, to answer a what you would class a marquee player is if Jerome Luai went to another club, would he make them better? I think he would. I don't think so. I think he would with his unpredictability. Got a good training ethic. The things he does off the field uh, from a training perspective um, are really high standards. Uh, he's an infectious personality amongst the playing group. I think he cha- I think he could change a team. Don't you think he struggles a bit without Nathan Cleary, though? No, not really. No, not really. Because he plays a completely well, he did different an game. He did, definitely did an origin. Well, he, they had an origin series where he was outstanding as well. So um, two sides of the argument there. But I think with Dylan getting in early, and it obviously it does. It becomes a bit of a race between managers to, to see who – Gets, the same thing happened with Parramatta, didn't it? Gets to the deal early. Who gets to the deal earliest? So, what do you think? Is that fair or unfair? Seven to eight hundred thousand dollars. I think it's fair. Season? I think it's fair to be in that team. To be at Panthers, and that's you hit the nail on the head. Uh, we're looking at like Corey Oates, for example, who's being left out of the Broncos side this week for Jesse Arthur's. Um, he's still only what twenty eight years of age, twenty nine years of age. Corey yep. had a lot of injuries, shoulders, knees, but I've got to say, he's willing to take less to. Now, we're not talking 800s here, but he's willing to stay, take less to stay at the Brisbane Broncos because right. he knows they're on the, they're on the up. Right, yeah. Uh, your good mate, Glenn, wants to welcome you back uh, to Sports Day hey, after Glenn. your quick trip to New Zealand. Hey, Justin, today, Steph. How are you, boys? Really good, mate. How are you? Uh, yeah, this is Waratah West Wacky Wednesday with the other pool, Glennie. Yep. Thanks, boys. I like it. You've started uh, off strong. Yep. Uh, the reason you don't have many female listeners like Glenda anymore is that you keep hanging up on. The lovable, gorgeous Glenny boys. But I'll run the risk. What? Mm. Mm. Well, why is he the pearl? You call yourself Woogie. No, so I don't. You gave yourself your, your creepy nickname. mate Badge. Yeah. Well, see, he's never. See, I've known Badge for. Well, I've known Badge for over twenty-five years, yeah. and I've never understood. I've never been told why his nickname is Badge. You know Glenn's still talking on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. 
Uh, good call, Glenn. Thank you very much uh, for that. Hey, some one more thing too. The Australian ODI team has been announced for the five ODIs against South Africa, which start tomorrow or Friday night, and then um, the three leading up to the ODI World Cup against India in India. Mm-hmm. Uh, very quickly, uh, Cummins captain, Abbott, Agar, uh, Kerry, Green, Hazelwood, Head, Inglis, Marsh, Maxwell. Good to see Glennie Maxwell back. Uh, Steve Smith, he's in for an injured Marnus Labuschagne. Mitch Stark, uh, Marcus Stoinis, David Warner and Adam Zampa. Yep. Nathan Lyon doesn't play short no, form. No, he doesn't. I'm a little bit, I'm, I'm a bit, a little bit, it's a little old, that team. But Australian sides have historically always been top heavy when it comes to age. It's a, it's different to other sports. Rugby league, AFL, they like to use this model. Well, Mick Malthouse really started this model, uh, what he calls the snowman model. And yeah. don't worry about explaining that. But, but it's about the age of the players at the top of the head, which are like 29 and above. You don't want many of those, especially yeah. in AFL and rugby league. In cricket, a large portion of our of our team has been made up of those players that are 29 and above. No Queenslanders in the squad, mm-hmm. dominated by New South Welshmen. I just yeah. I, Can I honestly say to you, and I, I'm a little bit ashamed about this because the Sheffield Shield is not as – well, I, I used to love watching the Sheffield Shield growing. I used to go to the Gabba and watch the likes of Greg Ritchie and Alan Border and – just to play, watch Queensland versus Victoria, whatever it may be. I actually couldn't tell you. I could tell you. Uzi Kawaj is a Queenslander. He's the Queen. No, well, he's a New South Welshman, but, but he's the captain of Queensland. Queensland, yeah. Yeah. But I couldn't tell you who who is a Queenslander. Yeah, but the Shield's got nothing to do with it. It's the one, ODIs no, and all that, that sort of stuff. No, but you're the one that said that. Yeah, but no Queenslander. I couldn't tell you. Is Manus Labuschagne Queensland? Ah, uh, yeah, okay. but he's he's injured. Yeah, I know he's, he's, he's picked, out but So he would have been picked. Yeah. But I just, I don't know. You've got, um, it, it just, it take, move away from the Queens. And maybe there aren't any players suitable right now to be playing uh, one days for Australia. But what about, what about the fact that we had Sanger perform beautifully in the T20s against yeah, South Africa? Yeah, he was bought in, he was bought in just as a, a bit of a test case scenario. Well, then he, he passed and, that, and so he, keep he, him for the ODIs. Yeah, but they would have had other players already locked into those positions. And what it does do is it just solidifies that, that depth that we've got. So if we do get an injury, they know they can throw him in. He doesn't automatically come in over the top of someone else. It's like Jack Cogger, who's playing for six while Jerome Luai's away. And if he plays really well through the finals, a lot of people say, well, they should have left him there. But I would have I would have picked Matty Short over Dave Warner and Craig. Don't ring, but I would. I, I think you should Wa- be playing Never Ending Story to yourself. <laughs> I just don't think. I think Warner's time is done. Just well, let him play his Test matches. No, the pitches in India will suit his. They batting. will not suit him. He yeah, struggled. He struggles in England. He struggled in India. India, he'll be okay. Okay. Well, do you want to have a little side bet on that? Yep. Remember, you win some, you lose more. Yeah. We should let's let's have a, a six pack on it. I don't drink beer. No. Brooklyn Union, whatever, Brookvale Union. Let's do that. Bottle of Kraken. I don't drink rum. Well, you, I'll teach you how to. Bottle of Johnny Blue. I've already given you one of those. Have you I actually did. cracked that open yet? No. Really? No, I'll wait till the... Oh, wait oh till you're going to do it when South win the comp. All right, mate. Well, I'm not going to drink it this year, am I? <laughs> or maybe even next. Maybe <laughs> for the next 10 years. It'll age well. Anyway, that, what do you think of the Australian squad? 0457 736 736. 
Well, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Irrigear offers expert advice and better irrigation solutions to save time and water. Irrigear is here. Craig, I know you love Dave Warner. I've uh, got some breaking news. Mm. Imperial leader and Newcastle CEO Philip Gardner at the Danny Badiris Medal. Is it, what is this? Last night. What happened? Is is this being reported? Yeah, I don't, where where did you get this from, Daddy? Fox. Oh. Fox. Hang on. If we're going to report something yep. from Fox. Welcome to NRL 180. Dissecting the big talking points from half the angles. <laughs> so, yeah. This is this has been reported. Knight's boss tried to turn comedian at the end of his speech by channeling Sir Les with Winston Churchill quotes. So Sir Les Patterson. Okay, yeah. Never found Les Sir Les Patterson funny actually. A good speech should be like a woman's skirt, long enough to cover the subject but short enough to keep you interested. What? what? That that's ridiculous as later on. Are you serious? Why would you say that? Actually, we just had someone text in. Mr. Muzz actually texted in about this, but I wasn't quite sure about it because obviously we're going to do our fact-checking. But this is what's been reported by, by Fox. I, I, I've got to tell you, they're not our words, and I find that utterly disgusting. He's got to step down. Why would you do that? Mate, uh, you'd be lucky if their NRLW players turn out this weekend to play after hearing about that, if it, is, if it ends up being true. Wow. Okay, we'll keep an eye on that. Again, that's alleged. That's a report from Fox. Uh, I'm not going to repeat the quote, and if it offended you, I'm sorry, but we're just reading what's been uh, published. So there you go, some breaking news out of the Newcastle Knights. wonder how Bedsy feels about that. The Danny Badiris medal. Wow. Um, I think you'd feel quite strong about it, actually, Danny. Awesome interview with Steve Randolph earlier. Great player. One of the best centres I've seen in 35 years. Thanks for your... Text. He was a nightmare to play against. I remember in 1998, I was at the Gold Coast Chargers, and our centre went down in the first three minutes. And so while we were waiting for our player to be carted from the field, I think Peter Ryan knocked him clean out. Yeah, he was a great defender, Peter Ryan. Anyway, the trainer came out and said, Sats, right centre. I went, excuse me? What? Baking powder? Where am I going? <laughs> he said, right centre. I went, I'm not going to centre. They said, why not? I said, I said look who their left centre is. <laughs> <laughs> he scored three on me in the first half. Oh, God. <laughs> he was so good. Uh, from Michael- he used to apologise. Now, he used to, when he used to tackle Pearl, he'd always say, good tackle. Or if he tackled you and, and he thought he did something wrong, he'd apologise. That It sounds like Jake Tommy and Tommy. Mm. They apologise to you. Great guy. Uh, shock news. Uh, Michael, you, I know you're looking for a suspension from the show. Michael from Dremoyne. Shock news. A high-profile South player is going to have talks with Uncle Wayne Bennett. Oh, come on. Uh, Michael, you're ready to work at NRL 180. <laughs> Seriously. Um, hey, can so, I just say, yeah. Steve from Dubbo, he's got some concerns about the last laugh. I was just about to read that. Is this the one where he says, forget about wagon wheels? You need to Google better jokes. Now, this is what happens when I go away, Steve, and listeners. Yeah. Okay, The last laugh, it gets treated like a joke within itself. Yeah, but no, no, t- to be fair, though. Can I just say, Steve, tonight I'll be putting it back on the dice, okay? You will have plenty – of material tomorrow to tell your work colleagues. I don't know where Steve would work. Where would Steve in Dubbo work? I think he's a baker. Or maybe a <sighs> candlestick maker. <laughs> Not sure. Right, that's 
Uh, Wooging Worm, I, and I read this out last night. I want to get your views yep. on this from Rooster Muds. Probably is one of his most sensible text messages ever. Yeah. Payne Haas wins the 2023 Broncos Player of the Year Award but doesn't win the 2023 Broncos Ford of the Year Award. What? Come on, that's ridiculous. Mm. That's strange, isn't it? Yeah. Best forward. Who won it? Who, who, who sent that in, Rooster oh, Muds? Yeah, probably Patrick Carrigan, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Mm. Tom Flegler, maybe. Yeah. But yeah. how do you look past Payne Haas? Uh, like, he won it as the best player in the club, playing as a front rower. Yeah. Last time I checked, the front rower was part of forward pack. Hence, he should win that as well. You'd think so. Hey, can I say, when I was over the, the Warriors presentation night the other night, did I mention that I emceed it the other night? Oh, no, okay. only 80 times. Okay, so um, now Sean Johnson won everything. He won the Players' Player. He won the Fans' Award. He, he just won everything. And, you know, admittedly, he's been one of the best players in the comp. It's been one of the great re- revival careers, I've got to say, this season for Sean yep. Johnson. Yep. And I said to you last night, it was one of the best sports speeches I heard, acceptance speeches I've heard. It was spine-tingling. He spoke about the hard chats he had to have with Cameron George, the CEO, a year ago. And he didn't allude to what that was about. But I'm thinking reading between the lines is about does he have the drive enough to to play anymore? Should he retire? This guy is he'd be a if he were allowed to bet on the Dalliems, he'd be a short price favourite to win the Dalliem. Twelve months after he thought about retiring last year. Yeah, wow. Um, but outside of that, uh, Charles Nickel Clookstar got the club clubman of the year, and we interviewed him last week. And he and I, I said it on stage. I said we interviewed this kid last last week, and I got to say he seems to be the ultimate club man, selfless. It's all about the club first, player second. And when he got up to say speech, his speech was just all about class. It was just yeah. about the club. It was about the teammates. It was about the staff. It was about everything other than himself. Um, yeah, it was, he's amazing. Amazing guy. Yeah, nice stuff. Nice. And, and Sean Johnson, well-deserved. And, hey, will he pick up the Dally M this year? We don't know. Do you know what? I think round 27 may decide it because a lot of players rested in round 27. Yeah. It was so close. Yeah. Six points per per round now. I've got to say, Dylan Edwards has got to be a smoky because he played round 27. I think he's a real smoky Dylan Edwards. All right, we've got to get to a break. This is Sports Day. When we come back, that's ridiculous. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to it. Uh, time to go to the phones. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Big J Dog rang us last night. Sats from Sydney. Hello, Big J Dog. J Dog. Hey, guys. How are you? Really well. Mate, you think the Panthers can go do a five, Pete? Yeah, mate, I'm up for the five feet. Um, like, I think everyone's up for the five feet. Uh, yeah, everyone's looking at, um, you know, Nathan Cleary and his dad, you know, Ivan and all that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, like, um, it, it, they really do, to me, look like they're going to they're gonna another two after this one. The team's still very young, isn't it, J-Dog? Still very t- very young. Like, it's, uh, you know, front rowers have still got a lot of years left behind them. Isaiah Yo's got a lot of years. Yep, plenty of time. Dylan Edwards. 
All right, J-Dog, thanks, mate. Thanks for your call tonight. If you want to get involved, 0457 736 736. What about that period where the Dragons went 11 in a row? I mean, that's ridiculous. Yeah, well, you were there for it. <laughs> what was it like? <laughs> it was hard to win a premiership back in those days. All right, time to get into this. Come on, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. There's got to be an investigation into this. This has got to be – someone's got to be accountable for this. I want to chuck this one in for Rad. A new UFO website will post photos and videos of resolved UFO cases and will later have a tool for members of the public – to report sightings. What? It comes amid increased attention on reported UFO sightings and claims the US government is not taking them seriously. Come on, that's ridiculous. Because they don't exist. Exactly. You've got exactly. Fruit Loops like Rat Rogers. Mm. And again, I'll tell you this. Yep. I'll, I'll tell, tell you, me. I'll, I'll tell you this one. Tell me. Right here. Uh, sorry, Daddy. Uh, sorry to interrupt your call with yeah, our show. Yeah, there's someone having a conversation <laughs> just outside the studio. Uh, I'll tell you this. How is it they always manage to get their camera out in time to see a UFO yeah. go past at 1,000 kilometres an hour? Exactly. But have you ever seen photos of these said aliens that have crashed in that UFO or whatever? Yeah. No. Exactly. No. Mm. No, we haven't. <laughs> what do you got? Uh, Ukrainian authorities have informed citizens that you don't need to declare captured Russian tanks or any equipment they've picked up as personal income. Come on, that's ridiculous. If if any of the Ukrainian citizens find a a tank, which they did, they ran out of petrol, they didn't refill them, so they just, they hightailed it. That's why you've got to have electric. Yes, electric tanks. And so what they did is if you were able to find one of those and you kept it and sold it, it's not doesn't come down as, as personal income. I've got another one. Do you want another? Uh, well, Rabbit Burrow from Tomorrow says David Warner's still being picked for Australia. That's come on, that's ridiculous. Mm. Yeah, that's crazy. What else? You got? We'll we'll see. We'll see how he goes this this tour. Now, 1980, the FBI they formed a fake company, okay, and they attempted to bribe members of Congress. And, come on, that's yeah. ridiculous. So the fake company. Right. And it was all designed around trying to bribe members of Congress. Nearly 25% of those tested accepted the bribe. How? 25% of Congress in 1980. They accepted a bribe? Yeah. From from said fake company designed by the (laughs) FBI. One more for you. An American woman has grown a mullet that's longer (laughs) than she is tall. It's longer than Josh Curran's. (laughs) It's longer than it's taller than her. She set a Guinness World Record for a, a woman's longest mullet. Now, is it a mullet on a woman? Yeah, it's still a mullet. Well, it shouldn't it just be long hair? <laughs> like, isn't it just? Well, it's a mullet. I think if you've got a, a partial, the frontage frontage half is short. What? Like if if the hair starts at the, at the front right. and goes all the way back, that's just long hair. But if there's a bit of shortness in the in the front area, like deliberately kept short, like a male haircut, and then it's all down the back. That's a mullet. This is where I need our female listeners again. Yeah, oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Can you remember who were the female? Uh, Lisa. Lisa. Uh, your girlfriend. Yeah, Hillstorm Hillary. Yeah. Mm. Isn't it just long hair? Well, it's it, not a mullet. It's long if it goes from the front, but it's a mullet if it starts sort of at the crown and goes back. 
Tammy Manis from Tennessee hasn't cut the back of her hair since 1990. Come on, that's ridiculous. That's disgusting. Imagine what her legs are like. What? Well, if you can't... If, you, talk about getting... Mate, no. You're if part you of Rooster Muzz's creepy crew. Could you imagine if she doesn't cut the back of her hair? What are her legs like? You reckon she's shaving every week? Can you get some sound effects for Whack Pack? The Whack Pack. Whack Pack. The intellects and the creepy crew. In the 33 years since, because I wonder if she's got a beard, it's grown to 172.72 centimetres, five foot eight inches. What? This is her mullet. That's ridiculous. Got any more for us? 0457 736 736. Shoot them through to us. Take a break. More of your text next here on Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Oh, Daddy Vass uh, just telling us what to do. Belmont from Clarence, he's right. What? Woogie, a mullet is a short at the front and long at the back, you muppet. I know what it I know what it is, Belmont or Clarence, but I just it's <laughs> but is it the same for a female? Do females actually have mullets? That's the question. Yes, we're, that's what we're saying. No, it's just long bloody hair, no. mate. When it starts at the crown and goes back, even on said female, it's a mullet. If it starts long at the front and she combs it all the way back, it's just cousin it. <laughs> that's it. It. I don't care, right? I, I don't, like I don't care. I like this text what? from Dave from Canberra. Hey, boys, what do you think about Luai ending up at the Raiders? Mm. I tell you what, that's yeah, but when's he off contract? When's he off contract? They'll have plenty of money to throw at him with Whiten going and Croker retiring. Not to mention Frawley leaving. Yeah, but what? When's his con- contract finish at the Panthers? Is it end of twenty twenty four? Keep talking. All right, you look at that. Hey, let's want to throw this audio out there while you're Hero not listening. Tackle.com. <laughs> very good, very good website. It is end of 2024. Daddy's told me already. Oh, is he? Yeah. Did he tell you in your ear? Uh, he typed on the screen. Oh, yes. Yeah, he came in and whispered in my ear. Oh, hey, listen, okay. what about this? How does this piece of audio sit now? It would have been from what, about nine weeks ago? Mm-hmm. Remember, um, remember when Penrith beat Newcastle? Yeah. And Penrith rested a lot of players. They did, yeah. And then there was media conference mm-hmm. after a storm game. Yep. And not knowing the mics alive, Christian Welsh has asked his coach this. How did the Knights not win? Huh? Knights. Yeah. Panthers didn't have anyone. Yeah. How does that sit nine weeks later? Well, they're both in the finals. And is that is that the moment? That, that triggered the night. Was that the line in the sand? No, nah, it was Callum Ponga saying he's not playing Origin. Interesting though, isn't it? Why? When you think about where they were yeah. two and a half months I've ago. I've got to say, I mean, yes, a lot of it's got to do with Ponga not playing Origin and, and the form that he's in, just being able to focus just on the club, completely where his head was at. That was probably the, the biggest priority. But a lot of a lot of it to go to Adam O'Brien as well. Now, Adam O'Brien's mother passed away from a brain tumour this year. She was diagnosed at the start of the year. Adam O'Brien was was not only coaching the team, but was making last-minute treks to Sydney and back yep. most days to go and see his mum. 
he was juggling with that as well as trying to coach the NRL side. And, yeah, unfortunately she passed away. Since she has passed away, obviously he's grieving, but he's also been able to focus on the side now. And while still grieving his mother, he's been able to focus uh, on trying to improve the side. And he's been able to do that along with Kalen and Jackson Hastings and a number of players. And it's it's, it's very, a remarkable turnaround. It is very good coaching. It's come down to really yep. good coaching, how to manage your playing group. I've got yep. to say, when you look at their team on paper, it's a, it is a it is a tremendous side. It, with Kalen at the back, you've got Greg Marju, who's a very Brian To'o-like winger. You've got Dom Young, the the most amount of tries in the season. Uh, yep. um, you've got, uh, not, not most of them, but Nelly, be. yeah. But then... You got Brad, you got Bradman Best as one of your centres. You got Dane Gagai, who is a known competitor. Jackson Hastings, their forward pack is amazing. They're a really good side, a really really good side. All right, before we go to the breaks, I know you're preparing for a very good last laugh tonight, yep. guys. I'm a girl and a listener, and she has a mullet. Guinness record judges aren't there for nothing. They know. Short out the front and party in the back. Yep. In regards to UFOs, don't know what your stance is, but do you have a, a ridgy didge photo of God? Oh, let's not start. Wow. There weren't cameras back then. 638. That's a great text, but I don't know if there were cameras back then, were there? Mm. You know oh. what I mean? What's your name, girl? Hey, don't say no, that. No, you she says I'm a, no, she says I'm a girl. What? Doesn't mean you can call her. Well, I can say to a male listener, what's your name, mate? It's no different. It's a big difference. It's not. Uh, one more text before well, we've got we don't to go. have a photo of God, but we have many pictures: beard, long hair, drawings, mullet or no mullet. Jesus, just unkept. <laughs> On a night out recently, my friends and I got into a bit of trouble with some other young punks. Yeah, and looked like getting into a fight. My mates are quick, quick pretend. Where the police? Oh. Where the police I only got halfway through the first verse of Roxanne before they kicked the crap out of us. <laughs> Quick, where's the police? He's going, Roxanne. There's a lot in that text That's message. That's great. Grant from There's Aspley. There's a lot in that message, isn't there? Can we give him an esky? Yeah, Grant from Aspley. Grant from Aspley. Mate, you've got the uh, Sports Day esky, which fits. My mates a quick, quick pretend we're the police. Yeah, pretend we're the police. So he started to sink the band. He started to Let's give him an esky which fits two crushed cans in it, but no room for ice. Yeah, you've won that the sports day. Uh, That's esky. the best part about it. Correct me if I'm right. We're going to go to a break. Mm. Uh, this is sports day for Kia and World Gym. Back in a moment, kids. Don't let Prime Possum tuck you into bed because <laughs> ever. <laughs> because and when that... Fonzie wants to take you for a meeting in the girls' toilets, don't <laughs> follow. Okay. Hey. <laughs> I was rude. I'm going to a break. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Thought I'd get a bit of Bogan rock on because yep. uh, those uh, listening through SEN, 
We've got those Bogan blokes coming up very shortly with the driver's seat. Of course, I'm talking about the birthday boy, Stevie Johnson. Oh, yeah. Doesn't he look like... Um, His the... dad? Yeah, he does. Oh, yeah. oh, we love Dick, don't we? How good is Dick Johnson? But he looks like the kid off Skippy tonight. With that. Don't tell me about it. <laughs> I just realised what about, I said. Don't tell me what you like to do in your <laughs> spare time, okay? But doesn't the T-shirt he's wearing tonight, he looks like the little kid off Skippy, doesn't he? <laughs> but like a bigger version of the kid. You, you got what I'm saying? Yeah. Happy birthday, Stevie J. The driver's seat uh, coming up on the SEN app and also uh, SEN radio stations. Uh, we found out who the lady is uh, yes. who sent that text in before. Girl. You can't say that. Vicky from Port Macquarie. Well done, Vicky. Port Macquarie Sharks. James Lake. Magnuson, a missile, the missile. He's a Port Macquarie yep. boy. My parents lived at Lake Cat Eye. Oh, great RSL. Vicky, great RSL. No, nothing's better than the Lake Cat Eye Bowls Club. Beautiful part. Mm. Uh, a couple of texts, mate, before we get into the last laugh. That's your warning to leave, Steve. Hello to our brothers through the New Zealand uh, listening no, to SENZ. Yeah. Hope oh. is all as well. Jason from Victoria. Thank you very much. Stats and Woogie, uh, what is our national sport? The greatest game of all, rugby league. No. It's the only sport I get up in the middle of the night and morning to watch their Ashes tours. That was the old rugby league Ashes yep. tours. World Cups, every NRL game. Stormy Daniel, yeah, he loves his rugby So what do you league. do for six months of the year? He watches reruns. <laughs> you do? Mm-hmm. The Bogan Cigar you fondly speak of at the greatest rugby league school in the history of the world, Patrician Brothers College, Fairfield. This item was referred to as the Bogan Cigar, but a ba- businessman's lunch, it was ah, called. Ah, yes. Or affectionately known as Bizzo, stacked with shredded cheese and sauce. Too fancy. Too fancy. Hey, Sats. Yeah? Time for this. On Sports Day, it's time oh, for the yeah. last laugh with Scott Sattler. This is, I can't believe I just wandered in. I, he's coming right in. He's going to do a set after me. The stage is so, yours. There's a, a guy taking his dog for a walk. And all of a sudden, the, the dog falls into the canal, into the water. Oh, no. And this German guy just comes running past. And the German guy, this happened yesterday, jumped into the water, grabs the dog, gets the dog back up onto the bank. And the dog's not breathing, so he gives it mouth to mouth, brings the dog back to life. Awesome. The dog owner says, oh, my God, says to the German guy, are you a vet? He goes, am I a vet? I am effing soaking. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, God. We're going to go. Have a great night. We'll be back tomorrow night. See you later. Goodbye. See ya.